Hello, hello, welcome back to episode two of that baseball podcast that no one listens to. I'm Hayden Raymer. I'm Jack Gunn. And uh, yeah, let's get right into the league news, starting off, uh, we're a little late on this, but the 20th thousand player in league history played, it was a backup catcher from the Mariners, named Jose Godoy. I think that's how you say his last name. Probably just butchered that. But he uh, debuted in the sixth inning when the Mariners were down by 11. So uh, congrats to Jose. Congrats to Jose. Uh, Good for him. True. That is good for him. That's, uh, I mean, that's like a random fun achievement to have, I feel like. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's it's like something that you... Shouldn't brag about, but you could easily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. other fun league news, we got Syndergaard. Uh, he, in his first inning of his rehab start, got some more, uh, I don't even know what it was. I think it was elbow inflammation. And he's not going to oh, he got shut down, and he's not going to be throwing again until after the All-Star break. So it's a big loss. For the Mets team, that is pretty much rolling out a Triple A squad at this point, with all their hurt injuries, and JD Davis also had a setback. So you know. Well, keep in mind they're also the top of their division still. Yeah, they're still so, winning their division, so they're gonna be fine. That. They're playing better with, like their, like depth players than their actual starters, yeah. which is I have to you know. Say, Walker, Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker. He's been a surprise, man. He's been on fire these past few games. Yeah, he was a guy I really, really wanted the Nats good. to get. He's been really solid. Yeah. And then... For the Mets. Keep the Mets? Good for them. Yeah, Keep I mean, up. both of their yeah. big free... Or not free agent, but big acquisitions on the offensive side. McCann and... Lindor haven't lived up to the hype. Absolutely not. But you know what? Their pitching is good, and that's, I mean, pitching wins championships. Exactly. Uh, Speaking of pitching and the NL East, Soroka came out. uh, It was kind of like under the rug. No one really talked about it, but he's out for the year, like confirmed. Oh, it's confirmed he's out for the year? He's out for the year. He had a setback. Like, he had to get a second surgery, which will put him out for the rest of the season, which, tough loss for that Braves team, especially uh, with the way Freed's been pitching. Anderson's been good, but Freed has not been as good as he's been in 2020. Or Freed isn't. I don't remember which order I said it, but Freed isn't as good as he was last year. Anderson's still great. Yeah, Anderson has been a great right-hander for him. True. He has been. Love to see it. Should we explain why there's a little bit of a delay? There's a delay? I don't know. It feels like there's a little bit of a delay. Between us two? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We probably should have brought that up. Uh, The reason why we're talking over each other today is because... uh, Somebody is out in Ohio, and so I am holding a phone into the microphone so that we can record this podcast. So, Man, what are you doing in Ohio? 
I don't know what I'm doing in Ohio. Uh, you know, some guy was like, hey, Hayden, you want to go to Ohio? And I was like, sure, let's go. Sure. And uh, now I'm in Ohio. Yeah, you're the one in Ohio. I'm the one in Ohio. Yeah. I, I, I conveniently brought my podcast mic. Uh, my awful podcast mic. Uh, <laughs> the one with all the background noise on it. Uh <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's okay because no one listens to this. Anymore. And no one listens to this anyways, so it doesn't even matter. I mean, matter. I mean, yeah, who, who cares? And who cares? Uh, the final, I think, really big league news. This came out the day that we're recording it, Saturday. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, left fielder for the Atlanta Braves, was arrested for aggravated assault. And uh, it looks like if he's convicted, he might be out. He just might, like, be out of the league. Like, he will not be able to play because, you know, he would be serving a prison sentence. And based off of the arrest report, it it's going to be a rough case for him. Yeah, it looks really, really bad. And he should be out. Oh, I for mean, sure. No. For sure. I don't think there should I mean, be any disagreement against that. Even if he had, like, a light prison sentence, like, I would want him out of the league. I don't like yeah. that. I mean, this is a hot take here. I don't like that Domingo Herman is in the league. I don't like that Araldis, even though I think Araldis is a fantastic uh, pitcher. Uh, it should not. They should not be in the leagues. Like, it in, should, not should not be big league players. Like, that's unacceptable to do that. There is no excuse. No, just nothing. Baseball should, I, I don't understand why baseball hasn't. Well, I mean, we, we I think we both know why baseball hasn't done anything right. about it. Because baseball just, is just disgusting, and they don't know what's good for the sport. Clearly. I mean, the fact that we have, I mean, sorry to go off topic here, but, like, the fact that we have just, like, the whole thing with, I don't know if you saw it, Giovanni Gallegos, where... I Joe, did not hear about that. Okay, so with his, hat? with his hat, where Joe West was yeah. like, hey, can you switch your hat? And then Mike Schilt, the manager for the Cardinals, then went on this massive rant to the press or the media, whatever you want to call them, uh, in the post-game interview. And he was like, "Like everyone's doing it. Like I don't know why you're having to single out my player like this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little off topic, but yeah, Hayden. Yeah, I mean, the fact that MLB is, like, just allowing that kind of stuff is also not good for baseball. I don't know. We, we kind of don't see eye to eye on that. You, you think foreign substances is good for baseball? I don't think it's necessarily good for baseball, but pitchers have been doing this. I mean, most of what it's hard to quantify how many pitchers actually do it because it's against the rules. and they. But it's this has been going on for ever. I mean... Uh, yeah, but, like, now we have, like, scientific evidence to just show that, like, it is not good. And it's, like, it... Sh- it's to show why it's so... changing baseball. Yeah, I mean... And I think also that pitchers are now using way more advanced stuff than they were using previously. Because, like, now they have the technology and they understand, oh, I need to get my RPMs up. And... Right. And like back then, it was probably more about control because like who knew about RPMs? Right, because that was that was the theory is that you would have more control with the baseball. 
But that's not, I mean, it's true, but it's also like, that's it's not true. why. That's not the main point now. That is not why Trevor Bauer is using whatever he is using. It's because he, you know, wants to strike out more players. Like, because that's what games, that's what makes him a $40 player. Like, or $40 million player. Not $40. This, this may be a little controversial, but um, I think pitchers should be allowed to use, use it only if uh, hitters can use steroids. I think it's only fair, you know? I, I, mean, I think we should just get rid of both. Uh, I mean, like, I don't, know. I don't have a problem with, like, you're, like, familiar with, like, the whole bullfrog thing? I'm not. Okay, so the one of the more common ones that isn't, like, nearly as bad as, like, some of the stuff that people are using... Like, it boosts RPMs, obviously, because, like, any of these foreign substances does. But it's literally just uh, rosin and, like, sunscreen. Rosin like, and what's that? Sunscreen. sunscreen. And bullfrog sunscreen is, like, the, the one that was, like, most commonly used, which is That's why it was called bullfrog. Okay. And so the mixture of those two gave a better grip than just rosin. And so... Like, I don't have a problem with that. Like, that, okay, sure, everyone can use rosin. But, like, the fact that people are, like, using, like, literally, like, cement. Yeah, I've heard cement. I've heard, oh, man, what else have I heard? Of like, course, pine tar. Pine tar is, I don't know how common that is now, but yeah. I've heard that. I mean, there's, I can't, I think it was Eno Saris put out an article Whereas, like, there was literally, like, some of the baseballs that they've recovered because, you know, MLB is collecting baseballs for data. Uh, he talked about how there's literally, like, residue skin that you can see on the balls. Oh, wow. From, like, whatever mixture they're using, which is, like, not a thing. Like, that should yeah. be happening. Like, if you're, ha like you're, you're going too far if you're doing that. I mean, these guys, I mean, if you think about it, this is their job, right? This yeah. is what they're, they're trying to do what they can. I mean, I'm not their blaming, like, Garrett no, Cole, no. Trevor Bauer for doing this. This is how they right. get paid, and now they get paid a ridiculous amount of money ridiculous to throw a baseball money. to somebody. <laughs> like, That's good for them. Like, I, I wish I was talented enough to do that. I'm 100% jealous. I, but... It's completely on MLB because this is their product that they're pushing. And right. it is not a product that is good for baseball. It is like you're getting fewer balls in play because more people are walking and more people are striking out. And then hitters are going to adjust where they're just going to try to hit more home runs. And then you just have three true outcomes. You end up, you end up with Joey Gallo. You end up with Joey Gallo, uh, who is... No one wants that. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, he hits tanks, but it gets a little boring. Yeah, if no, it's... Him strike out. It's boring. And then it, it just gets a little boring. It's boring. I don't, I think, I think I said it in one of my articles where it's just like, I love pitching duels, but I don't want to watch a pitching duel every night. Like... Yeah. That's not, that's not fun. I mean, baseball, it, it should, it should be exciting. It used to be exciting. Yeah. And I don't get why it can't be. It, it should. I mean, it still is sometimes. It's just like. Yeah, of course, of course. With like fewer and fewer balls in play, and 
Like, just all that stuff. It's just not... It just... Yeah, it doesn't help. I don't know. You can tell I have mixed feelings because I'm agreeing with you with that. It's just... Yeah. I don't know. And, like, your whole thing with, like, steroids. Uh, steroids, right? I mean... Go back to Eno Eno Saris article, who I love. Shout out Eno Saris. Like, genuinely one of the smartest people about pitching. Uh, there's executives who have come out and said that foreign substances are worse than steroids. Hmm. Like, I, like the effect that they have on the game is worse. I don't know. Because I feel like they're different. It's different cases. I don't think they equate to each other. I mean, it's, I, it's very much comparing apples to oranges. But like... Yeah. Because, I mean, a pitcher can use steroids and use... You know, substances. I mean, that's, I think, like, I feel like at some point, just for the kicks, they should just let they, Jacob deGrom take whatever steroids he wants <laughs> and <laughs> use, literally use cement and just yes. get a oh, 27 strikeout game and then have that to keep going work. because the Mets don't score any runs to help him. Right, we'll have to extend the uh, amount of innings there are in the ball. It'll, it'll be a 15-inning game because... That would actually be fun to see. It would be That's fun. Like... It would be... I, I'd feel so bad for any hitter who had to go. I think the only person that would prevent a no-hitter is honestly Andrew Stevenson. Uh, the greatest baseball player Greatest of baseball time. player of all time. He's so no good. No doubt about it. I mean, he won... There was a... How many... Two double headers today. He got three hits. One of them was That's on it. He he swung it. It literally went off. It hit the top of the bat and went sh- like not straight down, but like landed right in front of the catcher, in front of home plate, and he got a single off that. You know why it was a hit? Because it's Andrew Stevens, and they were distracted by his good looks. Who's the greatest baseball player of all time? Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just no so good. He's so good. I'm, He's so good. As a diehard Giants fan, I can I can admit Andrew Stevenson is the greatest baseball player of all time. I mean, like honestly, you could trade Mike Trout, David Fl- uh, not not David Fletcher. Uh, that's uh, Mike Trout. He David Fletcher sucks now. Uh, David, Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, and Shohei Otani to the Nationals for Andrew Stevenson, and I would call that a loss for the Nats. Uh, oh, well, hold on. Now, what if? The Angels threw in some money, too. Some money, too? Ah, I don't big, know, man. Because, change. like, I think you're forgetting just, like, how much Andrew Stevenson's mullet, like, adds to the value of him. That's true. That's true. How can I forget? Yeah. It's, how it's, dare I? It's a, it's a really tough trade to figure out there. But I think at some point we'll figure it out. It's just... I don't think we have the technology to figure that one out quite I yet. I don't believe we do. You're going to have to, you know, we should come up with our own statistic. Right. statistic. The, the, how much value does hair add to a baseball player? Is right, that... but only if the, it has to be the mullet. Though. Well, no, that's like, that's like the perfect, right? Like that's. Right. Like if there's like a, it's like a 10 war scale, right? Like. Andrew Stevenson's hair adds 10 wins to the Nationals every year. Right. So who has the worst, then? Who has the worst hair in baseball? Who Brett Gardner? 
Brett Gardner. <laughs> Brett Gardner have the worst hair in baseball? Uh, that was a funny joke. I was going to say Kyle Seeger. Oh, I, was, I could not tell you what Kyle Seeger's hair looks like. I, it looks a lot like Brett Gardner's. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. Who does have the worst hair in baseball? Brett Gardner. So no. What makes, what makes it so bad is that his head is the shape of an egg. Have you ever seen him without his hat on? I have. I mean, dare I say, it's a beautiful bald head, but it's just not. It's yeah. not good for baseball. Not good for baseball right there. Uh, what was I going to say? I think facial hair. I think Mike Fires takes the case, though. Like, oh. He's had some swirl. awful facial hair. The swirl is kind of beautiful. Yeah. In its own way. Now, to be honest with you. Now, you know, before we... Uh, leave because we're 17 minutes in and we haven't talked about anything really yet uh i would like to propose propose that uh we add there's two people with a 10 on hair Mm -hmm. there's two people stevenson and charlie blackman charlie blackman Almost as good as Stevenson. Almost. Oh, so he's like a nine point five. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. That's a good mullet right there. That's a good. Yeah. And he's had that for a while. He's had that. Yeah. He's had that longer than Stevenson's been in the league. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> all right. Wait. Do you want to hit Wait, lead off on the topics or? Uh. Well, what topics do you want to go into? Well, I mean, we have the thing that we have the thing that you wanted to do, and we have the thing I wanted to talk about. Right. So, which one do you want to do first? Is I'm asking. Let's let's go over our our June predictions. Our June predictions. Okay. It's the end of the month. June's coming up. All right. Yeah. So, do you want to? Oh, I just bumped into the mic. Okay. I'm so sorry. You. You want to. Do, uh, do you want to do it like this, where could, I say one? We could do back and forth, and then are we doing over, are we talking about, like, over-unders as well for both of us? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, you, yeah. you, you lead it off, explain what we're doing, and then say right. your first one. So, if someone listening, even though no one's listening, exactly, um, does not know how over-under works uh, in the betting world, uh, I'm going to throw out a, uh, a number and someone would bet whether or not um, that number will be either. I mean, we can't even do that, though, because, like, I mean, I didn't do some of those. It's more of, like... Predictions. It's a, it's a combo. It's a mix. Yeah, it's... Is, is, is it true, true or not? Sound? True or false, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. And I think we both think. You want to? Yeah, you do the first one. All right. So I think by the end of June, the Twins will have 16 wins over, or will have over 16 wins. They'll have over 16 wins in the month of June. They'll have over 16 wins by the end of June. 
in the month of June. They'll have 16 wins in the month of June. Okay, so I was going to say, I think they're already at like 13. Yeah. So you're saying they're going to win at least three games in the month of June, which... Yes, they're going to win at least three games in the month of June. But the actual bid is 16 games in the month of June. Yes. So they will be above 500 is pretty much what... Yes, they will be above 500. That would put them over. Okay. I don't think the Twins are a 500 team. You don't think the Twins... You, you think they're going to stay... I think they're going to stay below 500, especially because my one is because Buxton is going to be out for a while. Um, and I think Buxton is really important team. for that team. It's a key part of their lineup, but I think Nelly Cruz can pick up his load. I mean, him, Donaldson, Sano, Kepler. I think Kepler's back soon. Uh, all those guys are all really good I mean, ballplayers. It's just that pitching needs to figure it out. And I don't know if, I mean, it's taken them a long time. It's kind of like, do you drop, like, Maeda at this point and, like, fantasy and stuff? Like, do you just try to ride it out and see if he figures it out? Or, and I don't know. I mean, I know, I, I know this is me doing, you know, making this about myself. But, you know, as I always do. But... Of course, classic Hayden. Classic, classic Hayden, the narcissist. Uh, you know, I get it from my father. Ah. Uh, but not Maeda. Like, he's not been good this year. Uh, Barrios has been decent, you know, and that's always yeah, what Barrios will do. As good as he should be. I mean, yeah, Barrios could be like an ace, but he's not. And I think at this point, I think we gotta. It's. Is Barrios just kind of like a mid rotation guy at this point? Like, and he's not this. And you know, we got, I'm trying to remember who else is in that Twins rotation. You got Dobnak now, right? Yeah. Uh, Uber guy. He's a a decent pitcher, but he's not like, he's not a make or break guy. They just don't have the pitching. Their lineup is going to be great. But they I, think, don't I think they've got it. You I think, think, you think they do? It. I don't. I don't think they have it. They I think got they've it. got it. I think, I think they'll pull through. But you think they'll pull through? Okay. I think they'll pull through. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I guess we'll find out on uh, July 1st. Uh, anyways. Yeah. So should I do mine now? My first one? Go right ahead. My first is that I think Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., currently has 16 home runs. Will have thirty home runs by the end of June. See, I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. I'm gonna stop you right there, Hayden Reimer. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Mm-hmm. has been uh, an amazing. I mean, he's just been amazing in the batter's box. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And uh, I read um, this amazing article. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Uh, There's this amazing writer, uh, Uh uh, Hayden Raymer. Great, great guy. Great guy. Great guy, I love him. Who just recently uh, wrote an article about him. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, so do I. I don't know, he kind of tweets some questionable things sometimes. I don't think he's ever had a questionable tweet in his life, but... Doesn't matter, that's not (laughs) the point. 
he's not hitting 16 home runs in a month. Or 15, 14. 14 I mean, okay, so like when I was writing this, right, it is, today is May 30th, right? There's 31 days in May, right? And he's, who does he play? Who does he play? Who does he play? He Who's plays, he he's playing, he plays a doubleheader today. On Sunday, May 30th, he plays a doubleheader against Cleveland. Against the three Indians, where, uh, where you are, Hayden. Yep. And yep. he's facing a lefty with a 6.2 ERA in game one. Game two hasn't been announced yet. And on the 31st, I don't think he plays. He does not play on the 31st. But he gets two more games in. Like, I'm... He might hit a home run tomorrow. And he just has to hit 13 home runs in June where he's going to be playing in Yankee Stadium a lot, probably. I don't know what his schedule is. I just... Like, there's... If anyone can hit 13 home runs in a month, like this month, I think it's Guerrero. Like, I think the stars could easily align... I mean, yeah, is it a long shot? For sure. But I think he can do sure. it. I think this is a long time in terms of baseball, man. Yeah. He got a lot of ball games in that month in a month. I mean, he has like yeah. one hot week and he could hit like six in a week. I I just I just don't think he can. Okay, and that's that's your opinion. No, that's fine. I, I think I think he'll have optimistically have 10 more home runs. So you're saying he'll be in like 25, 26? 25, yeah. Optimistically. I mean, yeah, no. I could have easily put 25 home runs. I think that's extremely realistic, and I think he could easily do that. It's just, right. I mean, I I'm, we're doing this, like, we're doing the more, I'm trying to be more hot take-ish here. I know. You know, that's that's what gets the clicks. And but I, I, gotta, I gotta keep it real with you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes it fun, though, is you do these that's, ones that are a bit more outlandish. Right. All right. Do you want to go next? Uh, to completely uh, screw that up and say something not outlandish whatsoever. Huh? I mean... I think the Red Sox uh, are going to take back the top of their division, and they're going to hold it by the end of June. I mean... It's both a little long, like, it's... You're looking good, man. No, okay, so, like, yes, that is not a, like, super hot take, but it also is at the same time. Because, I mean, you have, uh, here, let me pull up the standings real quick. I mean, it's a good division, it's a hard division, but they've been able to really work around these teams, man. They've been playing good baseball. Yeah, I mean, you got the Rays in that division. You got the Yankees. You got the Blue Jays. The Orioles can sneak in and win a couple games here and there. They're not going to be taking the division over. But, I mean, you have three te- four teams in that division where, like, they can have a really great week, and they're in the lead. And, uh, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the Red Sox could easily win this division by the end of June or be, like, in the lead of at the end of June. But, like, I can also, like, ah, like, I would totally, that I would take that bet, right? I, like, the high or buy or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I, 
Yeah, it's like a hot take, but also not at the same time. It's like a room temperature take right there. It's a lukewarm take. It's a lukewarm, where it's not like, ah, oh, that's awful. But it's like, okay, like, that's, like, it could, it's honestly, it's a flip of a coin. Like, Pavetta, like, has a bad stretch, or Erod goes down, or, you know, one of Verdugo, Devers, Martinez goes down, and, like, oh, that might be hard to do that. Yeah. No, I like it, though. I like that take. I, I don't know which one I should do first here. Well, you've already done one. Well, yeah, I don't, well, we did three, though, for our predictions. Pick the next one. Okay, so my next one is the Mariners are going to be uh, a top six or top five team in the AL. In other words, I think they're going to be at least a wild card team at the end of June. Like, okay, okay. So here, let me paint you a picture. Kalenic has been off to a very rough start, and he's a much better player than what he has shown so far. Hanniger. Hanniger. Kaniger alone, though, doesn't make up for that. Because, you know, you also got... No, let me, let me, let me... Kyle Seeger's been good. He's been solid. Haniger's been good. Ty France has been... A, he's slumping a little bit, all right? I think he's better than what he's doing right at this moment. I think he has a 110 WRC+. plus. I think he's a little bit better of a player than that. You know, on the pitching side, they're missing Marco Gonzalez still. You know? Justice Sheffield's been good. Don's had some dull, solid starts. Flexen just had his best start so far, last start. Kikuchi's finally putting it together. And, you know, Gilbert is, you know, he's had a rough start too, you know. And he, he can be a frontline starter when he's... And so I think... You give him a couple more, I don't know, 10 more starts. I mean... I can see him being the front of the rotation. Oh yeah, no, I I think I mean, the I mean being in front of the mayor's rotation isn't super hard. I mean, Sheffield, Justice Sheffield is a very good pitcher. I like him a lot. Uh, Kikuchi too. He's got good energy. I like I like say Kikuchi too. Uh, you know those two I think are really good lefties. They're some of the better lefties in baseball right now. Uh, I mean, dare you, Alex Wood is definitely up there. Okay, the I, right Alex now. Wood is good. I mean, Clayton Kershaw is still the best left-handed pitcher in baseball. Uh, He's the best left-handed pitcher of all time, Aiden. That is, you're stealing my take right there. Uh, I've had to argue for that so many times, but yes, Clayton Kershaw will go down in the history books as the best left-handed pitcher of all time. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what do you think? Dodgers, but you're right. What what's uh you you buying or selling or yeah over or under? You're gonna buy I that like tape. It. I like it. I think they've got a chance to really get up there. Okay. All right. I just think I think they'll need more time. I know. I mean, June I mean, is early. Yeah, it's it's June. Anything can happen. Uh, I mean, they're not right now. They're not that far out of it. They're only they aren't. what. They're two and a half games back behind the Astros. I'll tell you what, they're doing a hell of a lot better than the Angels. Yeah, 
I mean, they're going to... I think they could... I mean, even if they're not a wild card team, they're going to be the second best team in the AL West, probably. Ooh, over the A's. Really? Over the Astros? Over the A's or and Astros? Yeah, I think, they're, I think they could be better than one of those teams. I think the Astros, you got Framber Valdez coming back from an injury. Odo, Odo Rizzi's, like, I, I don't know. I Honestly, like, Odo Rizzi, everyone's... Uh, yes, everyone likes Odo Rizzi, though, and I'm not... I don't like Odo. Like, I think he... I'm not in. He's not a guy who I would, like... He's not a guy who, like, I want my team to go out and sign this guy. Like, Tavon Walker is a guy like that. I don't... I don't... I mean, I wouldn't say the same in the back of rotation either, but he's not in the back of the Astros rotation. He's their number one starter. Like, Yeah. There's definitely other pitchers they could get. I think he that's, is their number one Is he their number starter. one right now? I think he might be their number one. Oh, no, Granky. Granky? Oh, how could we forget Granky? Never Granky healthy. Baseball. No, Granky. Or I forgot, not I thought. Is he? He's a strange yeah, Granky, Granky's, Granky's healthy. Alright. Uh, getting up there in age. I like Granky. Yeah, no, I think Granky's a whole thing. He's got that great ethos. Yeah, he does. Love to see it. Yeah. Alright. This is this is the true over under here. Hey? The true over under. Your true hot. Your hot take here. This isn't really a, a hot take. Oh, it's okay. just. It's just. I, I, I want your take, Kate. Hey. Okay. Over under. We'll hate. We'll we'll. We'll Hayden Raymer make the MLB roster. A MLB roster. Will I make an MLB roster? Yeah. Like. No, that's not the question. Um. I mean. Okay. That's true. I mean, it's true. Usually, on the give me a rhapsody camera, I can pitch for any big league team. Uh, easily. 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 You're I'll have a. Shohei Otani. Uh, yeah. Um, exactly. Over under, Grand Grandall hits two hundred. I mean, you you kind of like I'm conflicted, on this. Oof. Because like. Yes, I think he will. But you like, think he'll hit over 200 I think, or under 200? I think he'll hit over 200. But, like, how oh. funny would it be to have, like, a guy hit, like, 182 for, like, a whole season, but, like, also be, like, an above league average player because he gets on base at, like, a 400 clip? Like, that he would just, become my favorite baseball player. It, like, that's just, like, so absurd, but, like, also. It's so it's, it's so, so it's like such quintessential modern baseball that I would love yes. it. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm going with under. You're going with under? Okay. I'm going to go I'm over on that. I'm going to go, I'm going to take the over because, you know, i got to listen to my brain, not my heart. You're really right, but I'm just hoping for the under. Yeah. It would be funny. I mean, out of everybody with like 120 plate appearances, he's has the best walk percentage. That's a... Fun statistic for you guys out there. Uh, I hate him having him on my fantasy team because, like, it's like 
I know he's going to do better, but it's like, come on, man. Can you get a single, please? Or he's not, he's any not hit. good for fantasy. He's not. It's not a good fantasy guy. Yeah. And, uh... You should, you should trade for Buster Posey. I should trade for Buster Posey, honestly. Like, Buster Posey's been really good, though. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but first, we got to get to our my, my final hot take, which is uh, the Nats will be last in the NL East by the end of June. See, I, I have hope for your Nationals. I'm a Nats fan, but like I like watching them play against uh, the Brewers here at the past, this doubleheader, and then uh, they played the Reds before that. And it's just like Keep the Nats on. rely on their pitching staff. And their pitching two staff really good ball clubs. outside of Jersey. Like, the Nats pitching staff has been awful. Like, Lester's been okay. Like, he's better than I thought he was going to be, but he's, like, not, like, an ace, and he's not, like, a frontline starter. Like, I honestly was expecting Lester to have a 6 ERA at the end of the year, and he <laughs> doesn't have that. So, like, it's a win in my book. Uh, Joe Ross is so hit or miss. We're, like, he'll have a start where he'll throw two and a third and give up six runs. And then his next start, he'll throw five innings scoreless. And Strauss yeah. hasn't been healthy. He just got back. So, like, I can't really rag and, like, be all mean to him. Corbin is... I'm out on Corbin. Like, I don't think... I don't like... like I just... Ah. Okay. Well, do you think Corbin will be in a national scene before by the end of the year? I mean, yeah, he'll be in, in the national uniform because he has that ridiculous... He has that albatross of a contract at this point. Like, it's... How long was that contract? I, I, yeah, I think it was a five-year deal. Oh, I thought it was shorter. I mean, I'll look... I'll look no, no, it's... it's he'll be in the national uniform until, like, 2022, at least. I'm looking it up right now. Jeez. Well, you're looking that up. Um, Let me know what you... Tell us your thoughts I, on that take. I think, uh, I think, I think they'll be second to last. I think Miami will be end up being last place at the end of the month. Okay. Um, don't get me wrong. Miami has some great pieces. Mm-hmm. But, Jazz um, Chisholm, Aguilar. Jazz Chisholm, I I really like Aguilar. Aguilar is really good. He's not like a top first baseman in the league, but like I, no. I would love to have Aguilar. I think yeah. Aguilar, if Aguilar is like your fourth best guy in your lineup, like you have a good team. Yeah, I would say. Chisholm, good defensively. Chisholm's just so good. So I love I love Chisholm so much. He is so fun to watch. Not completely sold on. Miguel Rojas, I love. He's got a really solid glove over there. Uh, Anderson's out. I think Rojas is out too, actually. Uh, and then, like, ah, outside of that, like their pitching is like their bullpen's really good. Their starting pitching is decent. Like it's not like front best in the league. I don't think, but it's it's solid. Yeah. It's slightly above average pitching staff. Better than the Nats. I think the Nats have a couple better bats, though. I mean, the Nats have potential, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Trey Turner right now is an MVP candidate. Juan Soto is... He's... So, I don't know how much how much you keep up with Juan Soto, but... He, I don't keep up a 
uh, right he's now, he, no, he, he's still getting on base, which is like, he still has like, out of all qualified players, he's has one of the best walk percentages and on base percentages. I think like the one guy that really beats him is Max Muncy. Uh, I think the one guy that beats him by a lot. Uh, he's like around like him and Carlos Santana have like roughly the same walk percentage, and Carlos Santana is amazing at getting walked. Uh, I love Carlos Santana. Which uh, don't get me started on how much I love Carlos Santana. Uh, we can talk for a whole hour about how much I love Carlos we Santana. Can, we should spend a podcast just talking about Carlos Santana. We can just spend a whole. I mean, honestly, we can just do like a two-hour-long podcast about the Kansas City Royals because that team is. Fun, uh, yeah, okay. But I'm cool with that. Soto is every time he hits the ball right now, it is straight into the ground. Like he is, everything's in the ground right now. Uh, and if you, I think we read that same article about Guerrero, but like one of the big changes that he made was he stopped hitting the ball on the ground as much because he hit everything on the ground at like a fifty percent rate. Like half yeah. the balls he hit was on the ground and. I mean, uh, are, you, are you referring to the, the, the article by uh, yeah. the amazing writer? Hayden uh, Raymer? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, that guy. He, uh, but like, Guerrero, he's no like speedster, but I mean, he's like, he's faster than you would think. He's like 49th percentile in speed. I mean, Especially. he's also lost a lot of weight in yeah, the yeah, past yeah. offseason. Yeah. So that helps him be a lot faster. That, he's yeah. way faster than season and so like doing that like it'll lifting the ball up in the air you know especially when you hit the ball as hard as he hits it like i think he has a yeah over a 50 percent hard hit rate which is like insane uh he also has beautiful swing oh yeah i mean yeah have you seen that swing i mean yeah i think everyone's seen guerrero's swing at this point uh but, you know, like, yeah. So it's just, like, the Nats aren't very good. Jan Gomes is really good. I like Jan Gomes a lot. Uh, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to Josh Harrison. Andrew Stevenson, obviously. Uh, shout-out to Josh Harrison for my dad, because my dad loves Josh Harrison. Uh, Josh Bell and Kyle Schwarber are... Ah, they're very streaky. Uh, Starlin... He's, eh, I don't, I don't like Starlin a whole lot. I've seen Starlin in a Cubs uniform. And Victor. That's back when he was good. Victor, well, yeah, he hasn't been good since he's been in the Cubs uniform. Uh, <laughs> but Victor Robles is not, like, ah. Uh, I think he's been defensively. I think he's been good. He's been good. Uh, he's on the IL now, but he, uh, he, no, he was good. He's just, he's, ah. Uh, like, I think the problem with Vic is he was very much hyped as a prospect. Like, yeah. but, like, he just can't hit, like, that he was hyped up to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I have no problem with a guy who has, like, a slightly below league average bat and plays cool glove defense. Like, that's completely valuable. But, like, right now the Nats were looking for somebody to step up, and a lot of eyes were on Vic. And he didn't step up. And so that's kind of just, like, why I kind of, like, he can't be the guy. Like, he needs to be a bottom middle or the guy where he'll have a couple clutch hits. But other than that, he's not there for his bat. He's there to 
win you ball games with his glove. And dare I say he's a Kevin Kiermeyer type? I think he's a better defensive center fielder than Kevin Kiermeyer right now. Well, right now, right now. Kevin Kiermeyer's not anywhere near as good as he used to be. He's falling off a cliff. Disagreement there, but... Disagreement, okay, that's fine, but... I said no disagreement. Oh, no disagreement, okay. okay. No disagreement there. All right, glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay, so we're at, like, the 44-minute mark. Uh, should, we, should we move into talking about your Giants? Let's talk about my Giants. All right, so my question that I wanted to pose to you was, do you think that the Giants, uh, or Giants players, uh, specifically Posey and Cueto could be play into their $22 million options getting picked up by the Giants? And or do you think Belt, Crawford, and, I mean, not the entire rotation, but a couple of those rotation guys uh, get extensions just by how well they play? Or do you think these guys are more likely, I mean, I, I, I don't, I really hope, like, I, I really hope the Giants don't trade Posey, but like the other guys, do you think they're more just there where they're going to get traded by the end of the uh, by I, the deadline? I think, I hope, as much as I love to see this rotation play, mm-hmm. um, I think it would just be better in the long term because we're not winning. I know we're winning, but I say we as if we're, yeah, as yeah. If I'm, I work for the Giants. You're um, the janitor. You're the giant, the as we discussed on the uh, first episode. Yes. Oh. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, as much as you I, love I, to watch them. As much as I love to watch them play, and they're at the top of their division, they're not. By the end of the year, they're not going to be at the top of the division. And I would not mind seeing the Giants trade away those rotation pieces and get some decent prospects out of it. No. Um, on whether or not I think they'll pick up their uh, posies and, uh, did you say belt? Uh, Cueto is the other person. Uh, I don't think they'll pick up either. However, I think they will resign uh, Buster Posey to just a smaller contract. And I think Cueto, they're, they're going to let walk. Really? Um, yeah, I mean. I mean, I don't think Cueto is a $22 million man. Like no, I, I, I don't mind. Like I, I, I really like Cueto. I really like what he's doing in the game right now. Like, uh, I don't know if he's still doing it, but I remember watching opening day, uh, their opening day game. And he was doing that weird, like leg thing where he was throwing off the hitter's timing. Oh, the Cueto shuffle. Yeah. And I think that go into his, uh, slide step sometimes. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't even that. It was more of, like, he was doing, like, the little, like, leg shimmy, like, while he was, before he drove, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's the the shuffle. Okay. And... It's the little shimmy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that right there is, like, a facet of pitching that some of the people who as much as like I, th- I think they're kind of annoying sometimes I think I'm not going to name any names uh but I think that is a facet of pitching that is underexplored and like underutilized where I think that Absolutely. could be very effective and I just really like I Cueto when I think of that Cueto's the first person that 
or he, I don't think he has had the same success that some others have done had with that. But like, he's the first person I think of to do that. I, unless he really turns it around. No, I don't he's think. Been... I mean, I think I don't mind. I mean, I don't know. You're a Giants fan. I'm not. I wouldn't mind seeing a team sign him like a two year, like fourteen million dollar deal. Like seven I million a year. I, I think like, that's fair. Like, I, I think that's a good sign. See him being in a good spot, maybe on a contender, at the end of the rotation. I mean, uh, I mean, there's like honestly, there's just like two contenders in baseball right now. Who are? Well, the Dodgers and the Padres. I. Oh, we have- we don't we don't say the word around here. Sorry, I I don't I, I think the White Sox will make the World Series, but I don't think they're like a, I don't think they have a shot at winning. I think whoever wins the National League is going to win the World Series. But what about okay? So you think they're going to trade away like almost the entire rotation, other than like Cueto? I don't think but the entire rotation. I I think they'll keep Gosman. Okay. Do you think they're going to sign Gosman to an extension, or do you think they're? I think they will. Okay. I, hope I mean. They will. Yeah, I think it's more of a hope. He's been an ace, dude. I mean, yeah. that guy's been pitching so well. I mean, and his yeah. split change is so filthy. I think who? Okay, so like, who do you think gets traded away? I guess is my question to you. Um, Alex Wood. Okay. I think he's going to be in a different uniform by the end of the year. I think. Actually, I take that back. He signed a two-year deal, I think. Uh, do you want me to fact check? So they might... Yeah, yeah. Check me on that. If he's on a two-year deal... He is not. Don't keep him. He's not. He's on a one-year deal. Uh, the only guys who I can see... Uh, Tommy LaStella, Evan Longoria... Is Logan Webb on that Jake list? McGee, Kurt Casale, Matt Wisler. Jose okay, Alvarez and John Rabia are the only Rabia. guys I see that have. Who's who was the guy you mentioned? Um, Logan Webb. Logan Webb. I'm looking. Webb. Webb. He's Webb. like on a rookie contract. Oh. He's not even. He's not considered a notable player. Or he's just not on the team anymore. Oh, he's in the rotation. He started today. Oh, not today. okay. He's, yeah. Yeah. No, he only has a year of service time. So you're you're yeah. he's gonna be a while, around for a while. Yeah. Um, I think Alex Wood will be in a different uniform by the end of the year. I think Desclafani will be in a different uniform by the end of the year. Aaron Sanchez. No, Aaron Sanchez hasn't seen a lot of playing time, but in the playing time that he's the innings he's pitched, he's been good. He's so been really good. Six starts, twenty-eight innings pitched, three point one eight ERA. Nineteen. I mean, that's not terrible. He walks a little bit and he doesn't strike out a whole lot, but like he he hits when he, the he people, hits ground balls. It's fifty-six percent ground ball percentage, which is really yeah. good. That's. 
that's really good. I think that's probably one of the better ones I've seen in a hot minute. Like, I, one of my favorite ground ball artists to reuse, I don't think it was that high. I think his two-seamer really, like his out pitch. What was it? Did I say 56.2? 56, yeah. Uh, that would, if he had the innings to qualify, that would be tied for second best in the league. With Ian Anderson, the only person with a higher one is Dallas Keuchel. So, like, real ground ball guys right there. Or at least yeah. in Keuchel, who... I mean, the guy has a 4.61 Ks per nine, but he has a 4.28 ERA, which is, I mean, like, not anything to write home about, but, I mean, that's above average pitcher. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As for, uh, what was your question about Crawford? Do you think Bell and Crawford could be getting extensions at the end of the year with how good they've been playing? <laughs> or I, Crawford, I don't know how good Belt's been. I think Belt's just been okay, but Crawford's been good. Belt's been amazing. Crawford's been Really, his, I don't know what his slugging percentage is right now, but he's been hitting homers. This is the, he's been hitting a lot of home runs, which is unusual for him. Um, he's still, I mean, I don't know. He got a 521 slugging. A 266, oh wait, no, sorry, a 271 ISO, which is... I slid. Yeah, and that's his career best prior to that was 209, which was in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, You don't know for them, for extensions? I mean, it's early in the season, so I just thought I would ask the question now. Like, it's just a thing to think about, I guess. A little thought exercise. And, uh,. Yeah. I do love Brandon Crawford. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a really underrated. He's an, had an underrated career. Oh, for sure. Couple gold gloves under his belt. I think he has a silver slugger under his belt, too. Yeah, look at that. And a World Series champ. Uh, ah, is he, though? Two time World Series champ. I mean, uh, are those really, like, do we count those? We, we do. Do we? Okay. We do, hit. Okay. 2010, 2014, those, those weren't Mickey Mouse years. Okay. I mean, if the, if the Giants are winning them, maybe they are. Oh. Mr. Nass fan over here, you think you can talk? You win one World Series, and uh, how long have they been there? How long? How long have they been in D.C.? I think, like uh, 15, 15 years? Yeah. Yeah. When it, and, and how many years ago was that? What? How many years ago did they win the World Series? Uh, two. Two? And where, where are they in their division? Uh, the Nats are currently sitting in last place, but that's because... That's, that's right. Uh, that's, that's because right. Uh, we're, we're going to drop another hot take right here. I don't think Rizzo or Davey are good. Wait, wow, for those of you who don't know people, Davey is the Nats manager <laughs> and Rizzo is... Actually, you know what? I, I like Davey as a manager. I think he's a terrible regular season manager, but po- like postseason manager is great. Uh, Rizzo is just not a good GM. Yeah. Uh, it's taken me a while to see the light on that, but he's the, the only reason why the Nats are the way they are is because the Nats are like one of the richest teams in baseball. Like. And 
And where are they in their division again? They're fifth in their division. Like that's that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, you want to get into our final segment, uh, players who aren't talked enough about. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you, you want to? Right you want me to go first? All right. So I want to talk first. about Tampa, not Tampa, Toronto Blue Jay, Marcus Semien. Uh, you know he struggled to find a contract this winter. Get he made signs. Oh, I mean he made a ton of money, but like he couldn't get that long term contract that like every free agent. Or every baseball player is like, that's what they want in life. Uh, he struggled to find that. And so he signed this one-year deal with the Blue Jays. And uh, it's working out. He's slashing a two eighty six average with a three fifty one on base and a five thirty seven slugging. He's been, you know what, a slightly above average defender at second. But, I mean, that's good enough. He's six in F4 so far. Which, I mean... I would, and that's just in all of baseball. So like, I, that's I, pretty darn good. I think if you're the sixth player in F four, I think uh, you're. I think you're doing something right. Uh, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, two point four F four. He's only behind Guerrero, Castellanos, Bogarts, Muncie, and Chris Bryant. So like, pretty good company. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, that's that's all I have. Uh, Marcus Semien is really good. Yeah, good ball player. Mm-hmm. You know, did you know that he? Uh, I don't remember what year it was. It wasn't too long ago. He led the league in errors. Oh, you know, another. I was just like looking at stats. Uh, he's also tied for one, two, three, fourth in uh, base running. Oh wow! Tommy Edmund. He's number one. Tommy Edmund. Right behind him is uh, Isaiah Kinnear Falifa, then Javi Baez, and then he's tied with fourth with Whit Merrifield. Oh. Yeah. But speaking of Whit Merrifield, um, love to do a whole podcast on the Royals. Yeah, we. I think that's. I think that we should do that for sure. We'll, we'll put that one in. We'll put that one in there. Uh, the number books. fifty-one, maybe. I mean, like, the two most hyped podcasts in the history of our show would be 51, where we talk about the Royals, and then 52, where we, uh... Where we what? The, where we kiss. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Who's your player who's underrated? So, so my underrated player... Really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a Reds fan, he certainly isn't underrated. Um, but Jesse Winker. And Castellanos? Clobbering the ball. I mean, just clobbering the ball. Yeah. Got 175 at bats right now. Um, he's at 349. He's got 13 homers. He has an OPS of 146. Oh, I have 150. Is, uh, this is. I don't know. Maybe you, maybe yeah. yours is right. I don't know. I don't know which. Maybe mine's wrong. I don't know. This might not be completely updated. It's fine. Uh, I don't know how he is defensively, but I can um, tell you. If he's terrible defensively, uh, I mean he's not he awful. Up for it. Where does he play for them? Left, right? He plays uh, left field. Left. Yeah. I mean, he, he, yeah, he's not gonna. Really hide, you know, 
he's not he's not a gold glover. Not a gold glover. Let's just go with that. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, he's not. It's it's not his career worst year, but he's not having a good year either. Yeah, but his hitting really makes up for it, and I think I mean, if he keeps it up, if he keeps his pace, he could be the MVP. I I I think we'll. I think we should pump the brakes a little bit there. I think he's an MVP candidate if he keeps hitting like this, but I. I, I don't think. I mean, he's I doubt MVP. he will. I mean, but like also like I think something that we we should mention here is Winker's just not good this year. I mean, he has a career slash line of two ninety one, three eighty four, five oh six with an eight ninety OPS. I mean, yeah, I mean he has a career one thirty five WRC plus and a three eighty WOBA. Like that's a good ball player. Like it's, he's it's not like he's having, like, his first good year. No, he's been good his entire career. It's just no one talks about him. But also, keep in mind, he hasn't played a full season before. Uh, I mean, he was close in 2019, 113 games. 113 games, you know, 50 games, roughly. Yeah, I think it also, like, helps that, like... I don't know what it is. I guess just offensively. I mean, this is also his best year offensively, but like he's on the war leaderboard by a good bit, which is helps, like to get your name out there. Like, people pay more attention to you if you're on those leaderboards. He hasn't been, even though he's been good. Yeah. 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 What a guy. What a guy. What a ball player. What a ball player. How many games has he played? He's only played three hundred forty-six games. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. What is that? Look at that. Look at that. But yeah, I think I think that's all we got. All we got. All we got. Uh, do you wanna? Oh wow, we we've been an hour and two minutes. Wow. Look at us. Yeah. Real podcasters. Whole hour that no one's gonna listen to. No one's gonna listen past like the first like five minutes. Like, you think someone will listen to the first? first I mean, once people realize that we're talking about baseball, like, I think they're gonna tune out. Because, like, that's usually how it works. I mean, it's in the name. No, well, no, I mean, like, I have friends who, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll go listen to it, and then I'll stop listening to, like, when you guys start talking about baseball. Yeah, I think we literally went straight into baseball this today, but that's because we had a lot to talk about, obviously. We, do. we had an hour and almost three minutes worth of stuff to talk about. Yeah. And I mean, it also doesn't help that we literally talked about foreign substances for like 15 minutes. Yeah, but it's a hot topic. It's a hot it's topic. Like, it's an important topic. It's controversial. Yeah. It's important. It needs to be talked about. True. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, we should uh, wrap this up here. Yeah, it was great chatting you with you. It's good yeah. chatting with you too. We've got to do this again in like another week. Another week, I'll be. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be, be back from Ohio. Back from Ohio. And uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully we won't talk over each other as much. I mean, I don't think it was only it got it got better. It got better as we went on. Got better. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We got used to it. But, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a learning curve. It's a learning curve. We'll be ready for the next time one of us goes away. For sure. Yeah. 
And uh, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for not listening, everybody. Thanks, thank you for not listening. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>